this is Kimber, and here are today's best bits from Clairezy, Shane, and Kimber on Mix ninety four point five. Let's be honest, he should have won American Idol back in two thousand and nine. This bloke, at times over the years, his fashion choices have had the style critics in a tiz, in a spin. Uh, it's filled their columns though. And he's got a new album. He's toured with Queen, of course. I just throw that one in there as well. The new album is called The Original High. It's Mr. Adam Lambert on the radio. Hey, mate. Hi, guys. Hey, man. How you doing? Mate. Good. How are you? How are you, how are you going? Yeah, good. Good, good. good mate. You almost uh, stripped into your Aussie accent there. We just want to say my heart is a ghost town. You are rocking it. You are everywhere. Saw you on The Voice and uh, oh, well done. thanks, guys. Adam, I'm a I'm a massive fan, so uh, excuse me if I fawn a little bit. But what <laughs> you know, sometimes you look at these competitions where you were you sort of had birth with Adam Lambert, but there must have been a, a backstory that you were doing stuff before uh, American Idol. I was doing a lot of writing. I was in a studio. I was kind of exploring the idea of being a rock star for the first time, and I was kind of a wannabe club kid. I was going out a lot and dressing up like a crazy lunatic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we sort of see and, that, and on top of it all. <laughs> I was I was paying the rent doing musicals, so I've oh. done a lot. The weird thing is, you coming second. There's this dude that won called Chris Allen. Who is he? I, you know, I think he's still out there. He's still no, he's farming. not. He's no, he's not, mate. He's okay, not. But Adam, he was not the front man for Queen. <laughs> you do sound like a fan. I mean, <laughs> right, sorry, I'm, I'm coming across as a fan. Adam, I did see you when you came to Perth as the front man for Queen last yeah. year. Brilliant performance, just fantastic. Can I ask you oh, about you. the guys? Like, what's it like working with Brian May and Roger Taylor? I mean, these guys are, are rock they're, legends. They're, you know what? They're so they're they are legends. And like, you know, before we did this big tour last year, I had worked with them over the last couple of years on a couple of one-offs. You know, at the be- very beginning, I was so intimidated because they are <laughs> legends. They're icons. They're mm. part of one of the biggest rock bands of all time. And as I got to know them, I, we became a family. You know, it's really a very comfortable situation with them. They're very kind to me. Um, we trust each other. And we have a lot of fun on stage. Man, if I can do a wind back to, uh, let's go back seven years, 2008. If I'd said to you, Adam, within a couple of years, you're going to be standing <laughs> next to Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley of Kiss. Carlos Santana will be you know, a few inches away from you. You'll be interviewed by Oprah and Alan, and then you tour with, with these legends from Queen. What would you have said back to me at that stage? I would have said, BS, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just phenomenal. I wouldn't have believed it. I mean, you know, and I, and I, I'm somebody that, you know, as an artist, I'm, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I can be really hard on myself. One of the things that that makes me stop and really appreciate it is, is just looking back and, and realizing how lucky I am. Like, I, you know, I've had a lot of amazing adventures. We just did a, a our latest publicity shot. I said I look like a creepy old Adam Lambert. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not the guy. <laughs> Middle aged version. Not no, because I, there's anything wrong I, with I the Adam to, Lambert. Bit. No, no. I I wanted to be you, but somehow I come across as being a little bit different. Yeah, it doesn't work. Do you uh, do you propagate your own, you know, fashion? Do you have some dude looking after you? How does that work? No, I do most of it myself, actually. I mean, every once in a while, for you know, if there's certain projects that come up, I'll I'll, I'll work with a stylist to grab some new clothes and stuff. But most of this is me. Um, yeah. This is your third studio album. Do you think that because of the experiences you've had and the people that you've performed with and you've met, that your musical influences have changed since the first album? I think as far as a singer, you know, being a singer, I think I've I've kind of discovered new parts of my voice on this album and, and kind of, I don't know if it's, 
if it's just experience and and also being comfortable in you know in the spotlight but i think also i've gotten to a place where i don't feel like i have as much to prove as far as what mm-hmm. i can do like with with the voice but i feel like now the thing that i'm trying to get out there and and really express to people is is what i can feel you know and how i can make you feel you know mm-hmm. so um, as we wrap up adam we just want to say shane and i often talk about and kimber as well we talk about our real lives away from work uh, what's one thing that people may not know about you that you do to relax when you want to chill in your real life i don't i don't think there's anything anybody doesn't know that's a, I'm yeah. pretty, I'm <laughs> such an open book <laughs> we can't wait to see you in australia mate do you love australia or what i love it down here you guys just have such a great energy it's a great it, it, everybody seems so happy here it's really refreshing and I always have a great time when I come down here. I love the audiences here. Everybody's so open and just wants to have a good show. And I think in January when I come back with the original high tour, I'm I'm really I haven't gotten to the the drawing board yet and figured out exactly what I'm going to do with the show, but yep. I'm really excited to do something fresh and to give people something new to look at. We have heard your Aussie accent before, mate, and I know that you get asked a lot, but could you please say Clairsy, Shane and Kimber in your Aussie accent? My Aussie, I, I don't have an Aussie accent. I know how to say, like, one thing. Go, no, go for it. What is, what it? is it? How you going? <laughs> that is it. Hey, that, was, that was what I heard. Hey, young. Hey, thanks, man. Good to talk to you. All the best. Different hours we work. Sometimes uh, I do go out for tea at night. But it's uh, problematic because you get home at about 7.30 and it's it's very late. Yeah, God, I didn't even know they were serving <laughs> tea at 5pm except in the nursing home. But breakfast in my head is the new black. And I love, I've, I've been going out for breakfast in Perth for 100 years. Mm. Love it. It's pretty cheap. It's awesome. It's, uh, it's all part of growing up being Australian. I've been having, uh, oh, actually, I think I've been having breakfast as long as I can remember. Oh, yeah, likely. Good way to start the day, mate. I saw you having a good breakfast. You were tucking in there at Subi yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you walked past yeah, me. Yeah, I, I got some uh, uh, some uh, scrambled eggs. Oh, and some a, egg envy going on. All of that. Yeah. Now, with the breakfast, you get these days in Perth, it, in place, uh, I go to the trendy places. So the mm. only place I go to is where they uh, the cutlery is served in a bucket. Yep. 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 So it's well, in a little small bucket. Um, and maybe the, the the garden spade may be in there as well. Mm-hmm. A straw broom to sweep up afterwards. Sure. But when you get your eggs, I like them runny, and I like my um, uh, my bacon crispy. Yep. But with the bread, there's so much choice these days. So this new place I go to in uh, Mount Hawthorne, it's called the Ladder. Yep. What do you, what bread do you want? Mm. Latini, chapata, shumbari, mm. focaccia, anything, penny penny. Yep. Vroom, 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 rye. I like the broom broom. <laughs> what do you want? And I go, uh, uh, multigrain would be nice. Mm-hmm. I'll have some white things. <laughs> but not all breakfast places give you enough butter. Right, yeah. You know, they have the yeah. bread and they give you one little punnet of mm. butter. Now, this on the back of the kids' appeal is yeah. a big deal. It is. <laughs> How upset are you, Shane? <laughs> I'm going to war. Oh, look out, butter. Yeah. One pod of butter mm. does not a summer make. Not make it for man. Yeah. I think that's a quote, isn't it? Yeah, sure, it is now. <laughs> no, you get one. You get three bits of bread, and you got one little pod, and you know what it is? It's mm. frozen solid. Yeah. So you got to stick it in the middle, and you got to wait at least. Hear this, first world people. Mm. You got to wait at least ten minutes. Well, <laughs> you got to rub it between your hands. Well, like. you either hold it in your hand, or you put it between the toast as joke. it comes out. Sit on it for a while. Nice it. and warm. It's a joke. Why? And I have had the last couple of uh, moments. I've been. I go to breakfast everywhere. I go mm. to uh, Mount Hawthorne. I go to you know um, 
CB. other it's leadable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go everywhere. You know, yeah. you know places. <laughs> Shane, the thing is, you and I, you Matt and I, Lally. <laughs> Shane, you and I rarely see eye to eye, and the times that we usually do see eye to eye is when I jump in the trenches with you, right? Well, yeah, when you this go to war. It. Quite yeah. often, I agree. Mate. The last three times mm. you've gone to war, mm. I have not gotten in the trench, and I'm sorry, I can't get in today either. Well. Kimber's can out. You t- can you turn her microphone off? Kimber is out. Like, just I turn it off. It's you normally yours. It's normally yours. You know I'm turning off. Because when you get a delicious breakfast, they bring it out and they give you the toast and yeah. they pop oh. the eggs on. And you've got the spinach there and you've got the mushrooms. There's already enough delicious flavours. And also, that means you have to take the egg off the bread, butter it, put the egg back on. Just use the runny yolk. Talk about that, that brekkie, that brunch we had together there in uh, North Perth last week, and the yep. biggest mushroom in the world. You couldn't yeah. fit butter on there. But no. you know what? Flavor. I love that's one of the things I loved about that holiday. You were in Singapore as well. You stay at the hotel yeah. and you can keep going. I'm back and getting so many little things of butter. That's right, the pod. Now, know. I'm going to war on not getting enough butter. Okay. Um, it is Kids Appeal Week. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. <laughs> I want somebody to be in bed with me or in the trenches, 133353. Do you go out and they give, give you the one little punnet of butter? It's not even worth sneezing at. Mm. Spoiled yuppie still appropriate in 2015. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm actually getting to the stage I'm going to take my own butter. Oh, we're gonna Imagine walking we'll it up with a little pan little, of butter. little bottle. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to overlook the line that he just randomly said, I want I want someone to get in bed with me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I use a lot of butter in bed. <laughs> Body butter? Just cover yourself in lard. Uh, okay. Well done. Just a reminder, the Kids Appeal is on. Mix 94.5's Kids Appeal with Telethon. Uh, the phone line is available now, one 737 507 As we do day two here, buying essential equipment for the kids and families at PMH. And Shane wants more butter. Yeah, look, well, this is the thing. <laughs> it's a fantastic segue, essential equipment for children's health. Yes. yes. Now, <clears throat> I go out for brekkie, and what I've not got enough of is the butter. Mm-hmm. Because you go out and you get... Three pieces of toast. Maybe it's focaccia. Maybe it's multigrain, penny penny, rye. Okay, that's chipata, enough. Yeah, yep. chim chim chim. Yeah, been there. Whatever it is. <laughs> this is a new audience, mate. Yeah, people, they... t- people turned off at eight thirty. Yeah, because they heard you talking about butter. <laughs> I turned off ten minutes ago, mate. <laughs> they went, "Who is that pampered pooch?" No, but what what's happening is I go out and I get one little punnet of butter. Yeah, you can't even sneeze at that. Yeah, do they make you pay another thirty cents for another one? No, no. no. What what I what I said uh, what I've been doing is I go mm. look, come on, mm. and and uh, I'm at this stage where I think I might even take my own punnet. No, so I might <laughs> take it off my own butter too. Look funny. You hear about like Seinfeld? I remember Seinfeld took his own sauce, yeah. you know, to a restaurant because it's what you want to. Uh, but right. I've, got, I've gone to war on uh, not having enough butter at breakfast, okay. and in the trenches with me is Teresa from Ashby. Oh, now, Teresa, I'm jumping Hi. the gun. Are you in the Are you in the trenches, Teresa? Um, yes, my mum is definitely. Um, she actually takes her own butter in a little container to the restaurant. Okay. See you later. Hang on, why, on, is, why isn't amazing. anybody asking for more butter? Don't you just politely say, could I please have no, some No, because everything I costs 100 bucks. I think it's a margarine butter issue, but right. he, oh. just, he likes her butter and, yeah, you never get enough. It's always frozen. She just she likes her butter. Yeah. I, get, wow. I get that too because the little punnet I get is always frozen stiff. I mean the block in the foil, you know, and you're trying yeah, yeah, and it's, you, you stick it in the middle of the toast, yeah. and it just sits there. Yeah. That's all it yeah. does. Teresa, it, as the person who dines with your mother, do you <laughs> get embarrassed by this or think yes. this is ridiculous? Yes, it is. It's very embarrassing, but we're quite used to it now. Right. She pulls out her little container and, and she's ready to go. Anyone so, in the but, family uh, continue this tradition? Is there anyone who's uh, joined in with mum? Um, I don't think anyone else, <laughs> really. Anyone else cares that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. 
Imagine, okay. imagine getting to the stage where you take your own bacon. You take your own <laughs> eggs. Take your own eggs and make it yourself. You know, and that would be the trendiest cafe and you'd have to pay more for it. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Teresa. I didn't even know whether she was in the trenches with me there. But, well, her uh, mum was. Her mom. She sent her mum in to fight. Julie from Warnborough. No, I'm not in the tent. Hey. Lovely oh, talking to you, love. Uh, have a nice day. Let's Julie, chat for about 20 minutes. Why not? Is it because... He's a pampered pooch, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he is. Yes, I am. You hit the nail on the head, Kimber. You say, please, could I have another one when you're ordering? That's all you got to do. That's all. That's it. That's yeah. all you got to do when you're choosing your toast, your type of bread, and extra butter, please. But yeah. then, Julie, who will Shane no. whinge to? No, that's <laughs> the thing, Julie. You have no idea. I love to get home and in the car driving home, whinge about how awful the service was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sport for him, Jules. Hey, Jules. Oh, I think- that's why you're single, Shane. Oh, oh, do you think so? Nice dig. I do think so. All right. Yeah. Thanks, sweetie. She, okay. she nailed the pamper pooch. I'm going to call you Charlie. Actually, I've got one. to be single for the next promotion we're doing, so okay. yes, I am single. Okay, he's single. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with the plan. Sorry for the person who might be dating him. Suzanne in Caversham, are you in the trenches? Hello. Sorry, was, Suzanne. Was that a yes, Suze? Yes, that's a yes. Oh, yeah. mate, you are getting a prize and we don't even have one now. All right, Suzanne, come no, on, what's the, what's the issue? Is it just not enough, buddy, you don't like asking? Well, it, it's actually in, when you go to Europe. Now, this is a really first world problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go to Europe, they give you all this beautiful crusty bread for every single oh, meal yes. and no butter whatsoever. Bit of oil and salt. What is going on with those oh, people? Just, oil and salt. They look at you like you're the scum of the earth mm. yep. when you ask for it. And I look and I, can I please have some butter? What? What? You know, you must you know, be they English. charged me not three cents, three thirty cents. They charged me three euro. You know, this is Monday. exactly how the Second World War started. Oh, look, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three oh, bucks yeah. for a butter. <laughs> three euros. Five dollars. Yeah, Deutsch Marx, I think. Well, well, Suzanne, it's it's nice to have you in the trenches. Shane loves it when people support his point of view. <laughs> Thanks, Suzanne. <laughs> Thanks, bye. See ya. The best of Clairzy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.